Hey, it's Jason Flatland here. You're listening to The Jason Flatland Show, where I'll be sharing everything from sales and webinar tips to improving productivity and reaching your infinite potential. You can do almost anything to anyone <laughs> if they feel safe. <clears throat> Some people will try to take my clothes in clothes like me. Uh, if, if they're not authentic to them, it becomes more challenging. Uh, but one of the reasons why they can't model me and pull it off is because they haven't done either covertly or overtly the things that first allow somebody to feel safe. If somebody trusts that you have their best interest at heart, they will let you hard sell them all day and night because they know the hard selling comes from, I'm just trying to figure out if you're the right person that should buy this or not. If you earn their trust in that regard, then they will be very open to that, uh, that, that experience. Now, here's where it falls. Here's where people make mistakes. Uh, I should put this in red. Here's where, here's where you see this not work. Here's where the, the environment doesn't become emotionally safe. When you cater to your audience, even if they don't realize it consciously, subconsciously, they start to realize it. They say, you say to somebody, oh, it's not your fault. You ever heard that in marketing, right? Let's say you were gonna sell a yoga mat. If you're gonna retail it for this price, here's what it would look like. And let's say this is the fees that you'd have to pay to source it. Typically it's this, and then this is what you pay to Amazon, and this is what you're left over with. And now if you sold X number of these per month, this is how much money's in your pocket, got it. Now let's say you sell a, and then I did it with two other products. I have a, I have a rule of thumb. If you're teaching a new concept, teach it three different ways. The same thing, three different ways. Example one, example two, example three. And I did that with private labels too. I said, so what's a private label product? Well, it could literally be a label. So see these four different products? They're essentially the same, except for this one, put this label, this one, put this one, this one, this one, this one. Sometimes it's the box that you put it in. So literally, are you telling me, Jason, if I just put it in a different box and I have my own private label? I'm telling you that. That's exactly what it is. You're starting to get it, right? I said, sometimes it's a customization. So you say, I want it in red instead of blue. And I would show five different yoga mats in five different colors. Is that enough to have a private label, meaning your own listing on Amazon? In fact, indeed, it actually is. And so we have to help our audience. We have to see it from their perspective. Usually they get the fundamentals, but they miss some of the other issues where they keep selling their user on how to make a million dollars. When, when your average customer in my market, they want to make $3,000 a month part-time. They don't want to make a million dollars a year full-time. They want to make $3,000 a, a month part-time. Unfortunately, you can't tell them that. They won't agree with you, even though that's what they want. You have to romance the stone, as I call it, right? You have to set up a situation where they can feel confident that they're going to make $50,000, but if they fuck everything up, they'll still make $3,000 a month, and that's how they justify it. It's, it's, it's the games that we play with each other. They're very fun and very interesting. Uh, so that's what we have to do. So we start to study and we start to observe what are they saying, how are they saying it, uh, what are the patterns involved, but what are they not saying that they should be saying is also interesting. Because I noticed that and I said, they're not asking the normal objection questions. They're not asking, how long does it take to get started? They're not asking, like, I, got, I bet this is really expensive to source these products. No, they're asking the most obvious stuff. Okay, so, so we do this webinar. So you want to talk about objections. So we create an emotionally safe environment by people feeling understood. So we're crushing this webinar. It's now ASM5. This is the big webinar. And I'm going out to all of these different uh, influencers who have audiences, and I'm saying, you should promote this product to your audience. 
and most of them are telling me to get lost. And I'm like, dude, you'll make you a lot of money. And they say, no, Jason, we hate money. Okay, you sure you hate it? Yeah, we hate it. And I'm out there shopping it. And one of the people that I get to say yes, who becomes our biggest affiliate, affiliate selling Amazon is a guy named John F. Carter. John F. Carter is one of the sweetest people that I know in the business. He's in options trading, which is the, even scarier. He's teaching these people, build up a really big business. And we somehow convinced John to promote through us, an Amazon product, to options traders. Now, what's the biggest objection right up front? What is it? I don't well, yeah, I'm an options trader. What the f are you doing selling me business stuff? You never sell me business stuff. I'm not a business person. And so we knew that was the biggest issue. What well, was an objection for John? And so we tell John, we say, hey, John, here's the deal, right? Um, you just send one email. This is a strategy I've used over and over again. We went to John Carter's list and we said, hey, this is unusual. Because it's unusual, I know you normally sign up for stuff like this. I will never mention it again. The only way you'll ever hear me talk more about this is if you click this link and join this other list over here. Now, by the way, the whole, I will never mention this again, that really creates compliance. People don't want to miss out. And they're like, whoa, you won't miss, you won't, I, that's a benefit, not a disadvantage. And so they go into that other list. I start on that webinar, and this is how I open it up to the traders. So now I've, I've countered the first objection, which is selling John. Then I countered the second objection, which is getting these traders to come to the damn webinar. They get on the webinar, and I say, after John introduces me, I say, listen, I'm going to ask you a question. I said, would you ever go into a market where you could only buy and never sell? And they say, no, Jason, I wouldn't do that. I said, well, okay, let me just be very clear here then. You're telling me you would never go into a market where you could only buy and never sell. And they're like, no, Jason, I said I wouldn't. I said, why wouldn't you? Are you, are you serious? You wouldn't go into a market where you could only buy and never sell? They're like, you stupid idiot. Of course we'd never do that. Well, why wouldn't you do that? Because we couldn't make any money that way. We'd only lose money. I say, oh, interesting. Now here's a question to you. Who here shops on Amazon? Everybody's like, I do, I do, I do. Oh, you're in a market where you can only buy and you never sell, which is kind of funny because over 50% of sales in Amazon come from third-party sellers, people like you and me. And they're like, what? Now they're interested because I talk to it in their terms, their language, their model of reality. They say, okay, you got my attention. Now I'm intrigued. The number one objection we had on that webinar, which was the most successful webinar out of all the partners that we put the Amazon opportunity in front of was this. Do I need a business entity to get started? Because they were non-business people. Nobody else had that objection. They had that objection. We're like, oh, that's an easy one. Will and I were on this call and it kept coming up like 50 times in a row. We're like, God oh, damn it, we got to put this in the formal presentation. We got to counteract this sooner. But it was such an easy objection that it didn't matter. Do I need a business entity? If I could answer that question for you, would you buy the course right now? Yes, I would. Okay, the answer is no, you don't need one. <laughs> you could start with one and you could create one later. It don't matter, it's all in the course. What matters is you know how to sell on Amazon, which is what we provide, and we get this bonus, we get that one. I literally, because I, I take it to the next level, I got John to buy the course. Because I said, John, here's the number one problem they're gonna have, is they're gonna think you're hustling this just to make money. So I gotta sell you on the concept of doing this. And he's like, okay, what do you mean? I go, I go, really, this business can be run. So if you buy this course and you have somebody run it for you, whether it's your kids, whether it's your family, I don't care. You need to buy this course before we get on this webinar. So I sold him a $5,000 course. And then we took the, the receipt of that course and I put it in a slide. 
Literally, I have John Carter's invoice in my webinar presentation proving that John had bought into the concept. And if he went first, then everybody else can follow. I said the same thing to Russell when he acquired uh, John Reese's traffic secrets. I said, you got a million dollar bonus. He said, what do you mean? I go, you paid a million dollars to acquire the IP. He goes, yeah, show it on the webinar. So what? I go, show the wire transfers. And then you can now claim legitimately this bonus is worth a million dollars because I value it that importantly to give it to you for free that I pay a million dollars for it. And now they're like, okay, wow, a million dollar bonus. Now I get it. But we create that out of the sense of understanding somebody and speaking it in their language and demonstrating to that, creating an environment where they can feel emotionally safe. So a trader can't fathom the idea of starting a business. It doesn't compute to them. It feels wrong. How do we make it feel right? How do we make it feel okay? If somebody has felt a hundred times and they feel like what they're doing is not correct, how do we show them that it's okay for it to be correct? Hey, Jason Flyland here. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you found this helpful at all, please leave me a review. And thanks again and stay tuned for future episodes.